Welcome to the Food Therapy Podcast, where we talk honestly and openly about mental health, diet culture, BS, and food freedom. We're your co-hosts. I'm Brittany Modell, owner of Brittany Modell Nutrition and Wellness. And I'm Lauren Sharp, owner of Empower Method Nutrition. We are food freedom registered dietitians who have struggled with mental health, poor body image, and disordered eating behaviors. We are on a mission to dismantle diet culture, normalize conversations around mental health, and empower you as you heal your relationship with food and your body. Let's get talking. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Food Therapy. Today, Lauren and I are going to be talking about goals, goal setting, and New Year's resolutions. So it's so funny because I feel like New Year's resolution, somehow it's always weight focused and weight driven. And today we want to give a new, fresh perspective of what goal setting can look like and how you can apply it to your own life if this is something you are interested in pursuing. Yeah. And I feel like most of our audience and everybody listening are similar to us in the sense of like type A perfectionists and even when you're not setting goals for something like weight loss, I have experienced this. I'll set other goals that are very, because in school as dietitians, we're taught about smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So I set very specific goals and I, I, in the past, never let myself have any room to not necessarily fail. Cause it's not a failure. It's just, I didn't give myself any room to not hit that exact goal. So one of my favorite things to kind of start off with that I'm going to work on for 2022 goals is giving myself some space. So if it's a revenue goal, having a range that I want to hit rather than I hit this, you know, amount, or if it's amount of clients having a range that I want to hit, or if it's, um, you know, somewhere I want to travel to having different options, like because having that perfectionist mindset is only going to set you up to feel like you failed yourself. Yes. You're not failing, but it's it's really hard to achieve one spe- very specific thing. And what you're describing, Lauren, is having more flexibility in your goals. Yes. And just like we, you know, talk about flexibility with food and relationship with food, it's so important. So how I actually went about my goals, and maybe I'll just skip to my 2022 goals. Um, but what I did was I actually divided them between personal and professional. And I want to give a few examples of personal. So I actually have a category called personal growth. And one of my goals is to continue therapy twice a month. And also to read at least one to two books that when I read before bed, I get much more tired and it makes me excited to get into bed and to pick up a book. So right now I'm reading Katie Couric's um, biography. And it's really interesting, but so that's personal growth, you know, finances, just starting to budget more and be more aware of my, um, my spending. And then in terms of health and wellness, so you'll notice there is nothing about weight, but I do want to give you some examples. So drinking more water throughout the day is really important for me because I often get headaches. I feel tired and it's really easy to forget to drink water, especially if I'm back-to-back in client sessions. Doing physical therapy at least three times a week on my ankle. I completely let that go and my ankle feels very weak. 
incorporating movement, notice how I didn't say specific type of workout or specific type of classes, but incorporating movement and my overall steps. So getting fresh air, being out in nature, as much nature as you can possibly get in New York city. I live near Madison square park. So that is as close to nature as I'm getting. And then I'm almost done. Um, minimizing alcohol during the week. So these are all things that I've discovered over time. Like I don't feel great when I'm drinking every night. It disrupts my sleep. It makes me anxious. Continue my Lexapro. So continue my medication. And then also increasing home-cooked meals, both from a financial standpoint and also just, it, it makes me feel good. So I love those. There, there's so many good ones on personal growth and on health and wellness that don't have to be run five miles a day or do X amount of workouts or, you know, um, because, and for some people, we talk about this a lot with like different personalities. Some people are able to, you know, cut out sugar and it not bother them. Like the people who are listening to this podcast for ourselves that I'm not able to do that without myself down a spiral. Um, but if you are one of those people who does have, you know, perfectionism or type a or anything like that, having those flexible roles mm-hmm. can definitely be better and help you to just not be so hard on yourself. Yes. And you'll notice a lot of my health and wellness goals are rooted in self-care. So mm-hmm. hydrating, physical therapy, moving my body, um, you know, taking care of my mental health. These are all things that are really rooted in self-care. And I will give you another example, um, as far as relationships go, because another goal of mine is to listen more in conversations and ask more questions. I love my parents to death, but I come from two parents who talk a lot about themselves. And I grew up where it was normal to not ask a lot of questions because a lot of the conversations was on them. So something that I honestly have learned a lot from my boyfriend, Jeremy, has just been like asking more questions, engaging people in conversation. I do this all the time in client sessions, but I really wanted to expand this to my friendships as well. I love that. Yeah. I need to make my 20. When did you do these? You're on top. Of I know. I don't know what's going on. I got excited. I think I like looked at my 2021 goals. So Um, but, and we all, and I also have, you know, some podcast goals. We're really excited to expand food therapy, bring on awesome guests and, um, really continue to provide valuable content for all the listeners. I didn't get a chance to do my 2022 goals yet, but last year, Austin and I did, um, you know, 2021 goals and we did professional, personal relationship financial travel and adventure. So I, the financial ones definitely don't serve me the way that I was doing it Mm -hmm. because, and we do want to talk about this on another episode about how a lot of times when you struggle with food, it will, you know, if you heal that relationship with food, a lot of times that need for control will transfer into another area of your life. So I've realized that I actually transferred that control into money and my relationship with money and my business. And like, it's, it's just not a healthy cycle. So having that awareness has been really helpful for me because now I can give myself the space to be like, all right, this is our range of where we need to be. And you're going to be okay. If you know, you don't hit that goal, this is what the bottom line is, you know, pay your team, et cetera. So looking back on my 2021 goals, I'm like, wow, you know, when you think that you can't grow anymore, you just keep on realizing things about your past self that you 
you know, you can grow upon. So, um, you know, I was, I was setting goals of more like, I'm grateful that I'm hitting X K per month. And, um, that's just not helpful for me because then if I don't hit that one month, then I feel like a failure and that's not necessarily the fact. Um, this is more of an entrepreneurial thing, but if you are an entrepreneur or for Brittany, this might be helpful, um, but setting your goals in more of like a quarterly aspect rather than monthly could be helpful, especially revenue wise. So it's like, Oh, I didn't hit my monthly goal. Well, it, it you might have a up month and a down month. Um, so if you're in sales or I mean an entrepreneur or whatever, probably not most of you, but might be helpful. And then, um, yeah, my, I, I noticed that we didn't set any like self-care goals. So I guess that could be under personal, but I definitely want to do that more so this year as well. Um, I mean, I didn't set this as a goal for 2021, but a lot of growth that I have had is in this mindset mastermind that I was in for the past six months. Um, so that was a really cool thing where I was just gaining awareness about myself. I really started to realize in other people what like say, for example, Austin does something that bothers me. I've gotten really good at realizing like, what is that within myself that it's kind of mm. irking? Right. Um, so I want to get better at that too. And I also really want to work on communication because I am not, I'm somebody who I know what I'm thinking and I, I know I want to say it out loud, but I don't know how to say it without being an asshole. So Wait, I want to, really? Yeah. Oh, I like don't get that vibe from you. Really? Well, I, I think it's more so in, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on the relationship, but if something, I don't know, I feel like I'm bad at it, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. I, well then maybe it's something within myself that I need to gain, just gain confidence with communication. Right. Um, because I just, I, I fear conflict a lot, I think. So a lot of times I won't say something, but I'm also, I also have a lot of awareness. So I'm like, I know I need to say it. So I want to work on that for sure. And I was actually thinking about, um, getting back into going to therapy because when I used to go to therapy, it was so rooted around my current struggle of anxiety. And now it would actually be really interesting to go just to kind of like unpack things in my life that I never really unpacked because we were always so focused on basically like how can we avoid these panic attacks and how can we deal with like the current situation at, at hand? So I think it would be interesting to go back and just kind of like unpack childhood traumas and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I also feel like that's where the magic happens when you're not going to therapy for specific reasons, but, it, yes. you know, as you mentioned, like there's more time to kind of unpack and reveal mm -hmm. things that like you may not have known prior yeah. And I've also just never, even this mindset masterminds, like I've before that, I just never, I thought of therapy as like, okay, I go there and I talk. And like, when I have nothing else to talk about, it's, it's, it's awkward, which I think is probably not a great sign of a, a, a good therapist. <laughs> um, but I need to find one that, you know, actually probes me of like, Hmm, what do you, you know, not, what are you thinking? Talk, talk it right. out. But like, you know, probing with the right questions because yes. my, my coach has done that really, really well and got me to think about a lot of things. And I realized that's, that's 
that's what I need. I could talk to her all day long, um, versus in, you know, some places I've, and I don't use this in place of therapy, but in the past, I've just, I'm like, I, I have nothing else to talk about. I would like write notes on my phone of things to talk about because I was like so uncomfortable when I would go. In I'm the like, silence. Want silence. And I think that, yeah, that definitely might be maybe the provider like isn't yeah. a great fit. There are times yeah. when clients will come in and they're like, I don't know what to talk about. And then somehow one thing leads to another and we have an amazing conversation. And by the end, it's like, oh, wow, that was great. And right. I didn't even know I had things to talk about. And yeah. you just unpack this like whole other topic that I didn't even have awareness around. Yeah. Um, and as a provider now myself, I can see how two egg on, not egg on, it's the wrong word, but like Motive, engage in yeah. conversations and like, you know, get them going kind of, because we'll unpack things and I can see those things in them that they probably can't see yet, but I can help them unpack. So I think that's what I needed and probably need now from a therapist or, you know, some sort of provider just to kind of dig a little bit deeper. Yes. I, I love that. So I, you know, in addition to the personal, I also set a lot of professional goals. So a lot of professional growth. I do supervision, um, with Fiona Sutherland twice a month. I do supervision with Brie. And then I also do peer supervision, a lot of supervision. And it's so that I can feel supported as a clinician and honestly grow and learn. So continue to do that. And, um, fill out my continuing education, even though it's not due till 2024, but I feel like it sneaks up. Uh, yeah. Of course, like financial goals, client goals, email marketing, really trying to build that up in 2022, as well as a blog, which I know that we talked about. But as I said, like, I like the idea of flexible goals. Like, I'm not going to say like, I'm going to write a blog post every week. First of all, right. that is really setting myself up for stress and failure. And even if it's like one blog post a month, but giving myself the flexibility where if I can do 12 in a year, right? Like whatever that looks like, just having the flexibility, as you mentioned, is really crucial. Yeah, I'm a big fan of setting goals that you're almost like, well, of course I can do that because that will give you the confidence once you achieve it to be like, oh, okay, I did it. Like you'll get that satisfaction. And then if you want to revisit it, you can always up it rather than, you know, there's usually... A lot of shame associated with like, oh, I didn't hit it. And now I have to decrease right. that goal, right? I'd rather set a really small goal that I'm like, oh, please, I can do that in my sleep and then increase it from there and kind of, you know, prove to myself that I can, I can achieve these things. Yes, absolutely. When do you set a time where you kind of like sit with your 2021 goals and like, think about what you want for your 2022 goals? Like, how did that work for you last year? Yeah. Well, Austin and I, we've kind of let this go by the wayside, but for 2021, one of our big, you know, like goals was to do in relationship. It was commit to at least one fun date night per month. Um, so this was the one that I planned was for January. Let's do our 2021 goals. And it was fun because, um, Austin's not very, I don't know. I don't know if this is just men in general, but like, you know, we, I had him sit down and I'm like, all right, journal out your dream life. And he's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> what do I write? And it was actually really cute because he, he wrote out a whole thing and it was like a really good connection point for us. Um, and it was just a nice kind of like fun date night. And it was, it was cool for me to see, um, 
and what his goals were so I could support him on them. Um, because I think just as a person, you know, I'm a very much like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And then if your partner's not that way where they're like, you know, always talking about it as I do, like obsessively, you might not know about it as much. So it was nice for me to kind of see, oh, these are the things you're working towards. And, um, you know, this is how I can support you on it. So that was definitely helpful. So we'll probably do something similar again, where we're just like pick a night, you know, have a glass of wine, some nice dinner. And, um, yeah, it's just a fun, you can make it a fun thing. I also, um, forget what her name is. My first hundred K. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was listening to one of her podcasts and it was really helpful. Um, just for her to hear, I forget what she called it. It's like a financial date or something, but basically like, you know, get yourself in a blanket and have a glass of wine and kind of like reviewing your finances. Cause it can be something that's really stressful. Um, but she just had some good tips on that. So I literally um, did that last night. Really? It was so funny. So I went in, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my finances tonight. And then I sit on my couch. I'm like, actually, I kind of want to just do Netflix, turn on my TV TV is broken. It's not turning on. Go on Hulu on my computer. Hulu will not log in. And I'm like, someone upstairs is trying to tell me to just get my finances done with. So I, that's what I did last night. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I tried like multiple avenues to watch television. None of them worked. (laughs) You got to do the finances. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be fun to, I'll be happy to share my 2022 goals. Um, when we do get there, but probably won't happen till January, honestly. And so the point of this episode is definitely not to brag about all the goals that Lauren and I are setting for ourselves. <laughs> it might, it might seem that way. And yeah. I will be completely honest. I never set actual goals that I wrote out until last year because it was a, I was in an ADHD group coaching program. And that was one of the the agenda items was to make our goals for 2021. And Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed looking back and seeing what I achieved, like things that I'm still trying to, you know, work towards. So this will definitely be something I continue to do. But if this is new to you, start with personal or professional, like whatever you you know, envision for yourself and make it attainable, make it flexible. There is no one way to set goals, but this is really to help you feel empowered in your life, in your, you know, social life, your professional life, your relationships. And I think it's a really great opportunity to, you know, kind of look inward and and see kind of what the work that you're doing for yourself. Yes, 100%. And we'd love to hear your goals too. Yes. You guys can DM us or, um, you know, you can always DM Brittany and I on our personal accounts or DM the Food Therapy Pod Instagram. We're also like happy to chat them through with you um, because I know that there can be that difficult. I mean, it's also, it also can be very overwhelming. Yeah. So, and then you're like, you feel overwhelmed and you don't do anything at all. So we'd be happy to obviously chat that through with you as well. It's so true. And maybe instead of spending like one sit, like sit down session, doing your goals, like even tackling like one small piece within one small piece. So it's like your personal growth within your personal category or like finances within your personal category. And that way it's kind of more bite-sized and it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Like I'm not done with my 2022 goals. Like I still have to kind of go through them, but I have like a, a rough kind of outline. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We hope this helps and we will see you in 2022. We're looking forward to a beautiful new year and we can't wait to, you know, really put out content for you guys and 
you know, we really look forward to hearing from you. Please rate, subscribe, write a review and let us know your goals for 2022. Yes. And if there's anything that you guys are wanting to see or hear from us, just seriously slide into our DMs. We love it. We'd love to hear what you want to hear. And we can't wait to bring you all the goods in 2022. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Food Therapy. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to support our podcast, please subscribe, hit download, and share it with your community. We value your feedback. If you feel inspired, please leave a review. Let us know what you've learned and what you would like to hear next. All information about this episode will be linked in our show notes. New episodes of Food Therapy come out every Sunday, but you can stay connected with Food Therapy all week long by following us on Instagram at foodtherapypod. As a disclaimer, this podcast should not replace therapy or working with a registered dietitian. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.